You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. We are to have spiritual perception as followers of Jesus or as fishers of men, or you can say as disciples of Jesus, we need spiritual perception. So in order of us to reach our people, we have to see that people are hurting, people are in need, and more than that, that people indeed need a Savior. Are you here? Um, another thing that we found throughout that scripture is that, or that passage of scripture is that Jesus had compassion for people. So something else that we should have as believers is compassion. Say compassion. We have to meet people where they are. Um, something else found in that passage of scripture, and I'm just giving a little review because I have a lot of information I want to give you today. Um, Jesus seen that people were ready. So we have to see that people are ready to be reaped. He said, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. The harvest is plenteous. Again, that word harvest in the Greek, it simply means reaping. So people are ready to be reaped, but the laborers are few. Then he goes to say, pray to the Lord or pray to the Lord of the harvest that he send forth workers or laborers. So um, one of the things we should take note of is that now, or a few things we should take note of. Number one, that we should have spiritual perception as disciples or fishers of men. Number two, we should have compassion for people. Number three, um, we should see uh, the need that people are ready to be reaped. In John chapter four, we've seen that Jesus said, listen, I'm sending you to, to, to a people you have not, you didn't have anything to do with this. All you have to do is just say something. I'm paraphrasing. In other words, they have already, they're ready for reaping. The harvest is ready. It's right for harvest. So all we have to do as people is just recognize that people are indeed in need. Uh, then two, pray the Lord of the harvest. Now, in Matthew chapter number nine, as Jesus was speaking this, you have to remember there were priests, Levites, and scribes all over the land. There were disciples, even his disciples, but they were idle. They were idle, okay? In other words, even though there were people in need all around them, and not so much idle in the sense of not doing anything, but idle in respect to harvesting in or collecting the harvest. So I could be busy over here, but not busy relative to the things of God. I'm idle. I'm, I'm, now, I'm, I'm busy when it comes to personal things, but as it relates to kingdom, I'm idle. Are you with me? So today, I, I want to talk about, let's go to Ecclesiastes 3. I, I want to deal with a, a real deadly um, disease. But let's read this first. Um, are you in Ecclesiastes 6? Now, listen, guys, look, look at me. Look at me. Um, make a decision today to, to do something about what we're going to talk about today. Okay? Because there are people who are mad at everybody but themselves. And it's not until you begin to take responsibility for your ability that you begin to see the, the dawn of the day or light, if you will. Um, you are responsible <laughs> on, 
for where you are. Uh, you know, God, you know, we go from blaming God to blaming pastor to blaming my school teacher to my baseball coach to my mentor to my mother, my father. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you are responsible for you. And, and, and I, I want you to hear this because this is a serious message, especially in those of you who, who are uh, teenagers. Um, if you get this, you know, you will be way ahead of mama and them, daddy and them by the time you reach their age. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter number six, beginning at verse three. Um, listen as I read. A man might have a hundred children and live to be very old, but if he finds no satisfaction in life and doesn't even get a decent burial, it would have been better for him to be born dead. His birth would have been meaningless and he would have ended in darkness. He wouldn't even had had a name. Verse five, and he would never have seen the sun or known its existence, yet he would have had more peace than in growing up to be an unhappy man. Are you here? Verse number six, he may live or he might live a thousand years twice, twice over, but still not find contentment. And since he must die like everyone else, well, what is the use? Take note of this. In this passage, Solomon asserts that it would be better for an individual not to have been born, watch this, than to live on this planet many years, not, watch this, and not having fulfilled the purpose in which God gave him birth. This is what he's saying. It, it would be better for you not to have even occupied any space, sucked up all of God's free, clean air, than to and live your whole life even a thousand times twice to forfeit your God-given reason why you were birthed or your God-given potential. Are you getting what he said? In other words, if you're going to live, if you are going to exist, fulfill your God-given potential. Live out the life that God has predestined for you. Are you with me? And I said all that to say this. A lot of people are living way beneath what God had predestined for them simply because of this disease that we're going to talk about today. Are you here? So, so in this particular disease that we're going to talk about, it is, in my opinion and many others, the number one killer or the number one enemy killer. Let me say the enemy because it is the enemy to your potential. Now, I'm not just talking, um, I'm talking particularly in the area of your spirituality, but it is universal relative to your personal life as well. But I'm talking about your spiritual welfare. Are you here? But um, unsuccessful people suffer this mind-deadening thought disease. Every failure has this, has this disease um, in its advanced stage. So people, when I say failure, people who just you know, they try, but they no longer try again. See, there's a difference between a failure and a failed attempt. The failure just refuses to even try again, ever. Are you with me? But, but in, watch this. 
And most average persons have at least a mild case of, the, of this disease. So you have to be above average not to even deal with this. Are you here? I would write this down with you. This disease that we're going to talk about, it's deceptively dangerous. It's more diabolical than cancer. And it's ominous at its very core. What do you mean more diabolical than cancer? At least with cancer, you can still thrive with cancer. You can still be successful dealing with cancer. But what this disease we're about to talk about today, you, you can't be successful with this disease. Who wants to know what it is? <laughs> See, the, the people who raise their hand don't have it. Everybody else probably have it because they didn't raise their hand. Pastor, I already have it. Don't tell me about it. But those, who, those of us who raised our hand, Pastor, let me know. In case it tries to knock on my door, I want to be ready for it. But, but this particular disease is responsible for why people don't share the gospel of Jesus. It's responsible for why people lack commitment. It's responsible for why people are unloving, unforgiving, why people lack involvement, why individuals have misplaced priorities, why individuals are inconsistent, why individuals are in broken relationships, why individuals stay in jacked up relationships, why individuals don't have a prayer life, why individuals don't honor God, why people harbor offenses, why people are jealousy or jealous, why people uh, 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 indulge in self-pity, why people go around with a victim mentality. And I can keep going and on and on and on. What is it? Write this down. It's excusitis. It's excusitis. Let me spell it for you. E-X-C-U-S-I-T-I-S. Excusitis. And why is it so dangerous? It's dangerous because it keeps people from living life to its fullest potential. And here... Solomon told us, he just showed us, listen, man, it would be better not to be born than to live and not live life to its fullest or using your full potential. Are you with me? And excusitis is a potential killer making excuses. <laughs> it's a person who lives of life of making excuses. I would write this down. Excusitis is the number one killer to your potential. The number one killer to your potential. What is potential? Write this down for potential. Then we'll get into this. Potential is unexposed ability. Reserved power. Untapped strength. Capped capabilities, unused success, latent power. And we have, there's people in here, there's people around you, there's people who's watching whose potential is somewhat stagnant, dormant, all because they choose to make excuses. <laughs> Are you here? We are literally, and we live in a, in, a, in a time now where you literally have no excuse because 
you can Google an answer now. And there's so many avenues and places that could help you or assist you. We are without excuse. Even if mama did that to you, we have people who are trained and skilled to help you make sense out of what happened. Whereby it no longer can be used as an excuse. And if that were true about what mama did to you, that means everybody whose mother or father did that to them would be in the same place that you are. So how is it that it happened to you and the same thing happened to him, but he... Is living life to its fullest potential. Why? Because he or she chose not to use what happened over here as an excuse. And that doesn't minimize what happened, or that doesn't minimize or, or, or negate uh, uh, the, 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 how, no matter how bad it was. But you don't have to be what happened to you or to succumb to what happened to you. Yet that may have happened, but that's not who I am. Are you here? But many have allowed their potential to become dormant. And dormant is that which is, but it's just lying below its full strength or unused. So in other words, you have it in you, but your excuses causes you not to see it. Everything you need to be successful in this life as a Christian or just as a cold stone heathen, it's in you. But most people don't see it because of their excuse making. That's why you can have a heathen who's successful from a worldly standpoint because she chose not to make excuses. And you can have a saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost-filled believer over here still struggling, still mad, no better today than they were 13 years ago when they received Jesus because they have yet to stop making excuses. <laughs> Are you here? So we make all kind of excuses, man. And I want, I want this to really just seep deep down inside of you. The moment you take responsibility for your excuses, that's the moment that your life would change for the better. And, and, and see, watch this now because it's, it's a very deceptive and cunning disease. See, you really got to think about this thing. See, you have to take stock of where you are. Because what happened, you, 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 you would wave your hand, you would stand up, back me up, amen, preach, pastor. That's right. And you would leave here, and that monster still has its hand around your neck. Write this down. And, and just let me take my time today. Write this down. Excusitis. Or rationalizations we make to ourselves about people, events, and circumstances. The rationalizations we make about ourselves, people, events, and circumstances. They are invented reasons we create to defend our behavior. So when you make an excuse, these are things that you have conjured up only in your mind to excuse or defend your behavior. <laughs> uh, they are invented reasons that we create to defend our behavior. To put, watch this. To postpone taking action. 
or simply as a means of neglecting responsibility. So we make excuses, watch this, <laughs> to defend our behavior, to postpone taking action, and to uh, neglect taking responsibility. So if you look at a person who seemingly still where they were 15 years ago, they're probably still trying to defend their behavior. It's everybody's fault. Nobody hiring. <laughs> Ask them how many applications they put in. None. My, hands, my, my hand was aching this morning. Couldn't type. Copper tunnel. I mean, there's always an excuse. Are you with me? You look at relationships. People's relationships are jacked up for some because everyone's making excuses. She's blaming him. He's blaming her. We're blaming everybody, but taking responsibility for self. Are you here? See, listen, because you're not going to move and you will stay livid at whoever until you decide, I got a choice in the matter. How long are you going to say it's mama's fault? Your mother's fault. How long are you going to say it's the white man? How long are you going to say it's the black man? How long are you going to say it's Gucci or Prada or, or Burberry? How long are you going to say it's who? But when are we going to stop and say, well, wait a minute, I need to take responsibility for myself. How long are you going to blame your friends? How long are you going to blame you didn't go to school? You did go to school. You didn't go Let, 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 let me tell you the difference between successful people on either spectrum, uh, uh, secular and, and godly, is this. You have those who choose to live a life of not making excuses and those who make excuses. That's the only difference. It, it has nothing to do with, listen, the education, that, that's just a small part of a much larger per, uh, uh, picture because that would mean everybody who has a degree has to be making or living up here, but that's not the case because you have people over here who never went to school, but they're up here. and So, so, so th that has a part to play, but the biggest part is whether or not that person choose to live a life of excuse making or taking responsibility for their own ability. Are you here? The difference between success and unsuccessful people are those that you have one side who choose to make excuses and the other side who choose not to make excuses. That's the difference. So when you see somebody who's thriving, that's a person who don't make excuses. You see somebody who's not thriving, you're an excuse maker. That, just to make, just cut everything else out. It, watch this. Here goes your answer. It's all, it all lies within a person's ability to take action. Or not. At the end of the day. So, 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 so the next time you look at that woman and allow that jealousy to rise up, just, just say this, wait a minute. I can either execute like she does or I can make an excuse. Like I said on Wednesday night, every day when you get up, you're doing one of two things. You're either executing or making excuses. There's no in between. You're either going to execute today or you're going to make excuses. When you wake up in the morning, you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to execute, take action, or you're going to still make Man, see, if daddy wouldn't have did that to me. And all you need to do 
is found one person who overcame what daddy did to them. And, and watch this. We're still without excuse. And if you can't find one person who has overcame what daddy did to them, you be the first one. <laughs> Are you here? And we have Christians who's God, God said, God said this, I have given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Man, you have everything you need to live life, live the abundant kind of God, God kind of life in this earth, but you have to refuse to make excuses. It's people home now mad at whoever. And they're still afraid to pick up that mirror and say, you got to stop making excuses. Watch this. Today. Listen, you can't afford to go another day living with excusitis. <laughs> Listen, watch this. The, 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 every day you go and refuse to deal with it, it consumes you all the more. Just like an aggressive form of cancer. It eats you to the very core. But again, at least with cancer, you can still thrive. But with excusitis, you can't at all. It enables you. Are you here? Write this down because we have too many people making excuses. See, see watch this. You can even sum up all, all the messages that you've heard since you've been a believer, man. Lies within either I acted on it or I made an excuse as to why I didn't. Prime example, the, the prophetic word, or as God, even when I say prophetic, just speaking the oracles of God prophetically. Are you here? Watch this. And, and, and you knew. Pastor didn't even know, but the Lord was speaking through the message. And you knew that that particular thing fit yours. Watch this. And some just still make an excuse as to why I won't even deal with. St still mad because the Lord spoke that through the man of God, but still won't look at self and say, you can do something. Say this to yourself, self, you can do something about this. You have to fix this. He can't fix it. She can't fix it. You have to. You, you, you can't pray this off. You have to do something about this. You can't say, Lord, I pray that I, that I don't make any more excuses. No, no, no. You have to, that has to be a mind renewal. You have to do that. He's giving you everything to, to, to do it successfully. But still, there's a part that you have to play. Because if we could just pray it, pray it away, I'm, 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 I, I decree that over everybody. Matter of fact, I've been doing it. But still, you have to do something. Are you here? Excuses are mainly means of placing the blame. Listen, I want you to write this down. Excuses are mainly a reason. Excuse me. Excuses are mainly a means 
of placing the blame, listen to this, of an internal problem on an external condition. So here you are blaming an internal problem on an external. It's not their fault. It's not his, her, them. Who? It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need to be delivered from excusitis. Notice, it's a choice. It's people in here, you mad still, because you choose to keep accepting the excuses as to why I can justify my anger. I can justify my offense. I can justify my bitterness and hatred rather than just saying, you know what? I will no longer make excuses because I didn't have to get offended. <laughs> I didn't have to take that bait. I didn't have to let that bother me. Anything can be a used as an occasion to offend you. It's your choice whether or not you receive it. Psychologists place this disease in the category of self-handicapping. It, 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 they place this disease in the uh, self-handicapping category. People who make excuses, it's in the self-handicap category. That's where we put that at. You're limiting yourself. Hmm? Watch this. It's a behavior we express that hurts our own performance and motivation. So when you make excuses, you only hurt yourself. You only affect your performance and your own motivation. That's why people who make excuses have zero motivation. And watch this. Here's, here's the amazing thing about it. A lot of these people are genuinely good people. I mean, I mean, just just genuinely good people. So it doesn't mean that they're just just you know sinister in their actions or whatever. It's just, I mean, she's a good what? Just lazy. He's a great guy, just lazy. Why are y'all quiet? You were a lazy man. You were a lazy woman. Well, don't look at me like that. Why are you looking at me like that? Well, how can I? Let me, let me help y'all who, who booed up. How can I tell if he or she is lazy or not? L let me tell you. Action, no action. Uh, there you go. Okay, that's, that is. Is she a person of action? She's not lazy. Is he a person of action? Yeah, well, he's not lazy. So they're either a people of action. Just ask yourself, is he a person of action? No. Oh, oh, oh. Honey, have you heard about excusitis? <laughs> if, she, if she's not a person of action, just ask her, hey, there's this disease going around. Have you heard about it? <laughs> and, 
excusitis or excuses, watch this, serves as a distraction of sorts that prevents us from achieving the task. But it stems, watch this, from a deeper unconscious desire to protect our egos from anxiety and shame. Do y'all hear that? Let me, let me say it again. It serves as a distraction of sorts, watch this, that prevents you from achieving a task. But the deeper unconscious desire is to protect your ego from anxiety and shame. So we make up excuses to protect ego. Prime example. You ask your friend, hey, girl, how's your New Year's resolution coming? She immediately jumps on the attack. Why? Because anxiety and shame ensues. And her subconsciously, and her subconscious quickly tries to protect her sense of self from being attacked or criticized. Then they blurt out, life is unfair. And they make that same face I made. So, so they make up all sorts of things again, trying to protect ego. Hmm? Rather than saying, you know what, I didn't stick to it. I, I, I didn't even try one day, girl. I joined the gym and went one day. I didn't eat. Right. They, they, they won't say I'm still eating ice cream at 2 o'clock in the morning. I stopped eat three Twinkies every day. See, they, they, so, so they immediately start protecting their ego. You, you look at people. You just, see, I am a professional excusitis detector. I, I can see it miles away. Oh, oh I, I, listen, because I'm protecting the individuals, I can, I can tell you, I can tell you exactly who they are. Matter of fact, when I sense I'm around them, I go the other way. And, and the only way I can't just go over here, because I have to impart the word to you, but, but just as soon as I'm done. <laughs> certain ones, I don't know, I am shaking his hand. I wave from afar. How you? <laughs> I'm just serious. Don't y'all, I'm, just, I'm for real. Don't y'all take that to it. Because it's contagious. It's worse than an STI. You can survive with an STI. You can thrive with, 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 with VD. You can still make money with, with uh, what's some of the stuff they're getting now. Tell me some of the stuff that y'all done had. What's up, y'all? Oh, I meant not y'all, but people you know. <laughs> ah, did he say that? I know he didn't say that. What you mean what I done had? How you know I had that? See, I knew, I knew that would get you to laugh. And everybody who didn't laugh, yeah. <laughs> Popping a pill now. <laughs> I won't have it next week, you. <laughs> I 
It's people right now. You, you patronizing that business. They got all kinds of diseases, but they making money, though. Why? Because they're not making excuses. Because, see, they understand... See, they understand that, 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 that since God has given me precious life, I might as well live it to my fullest potential and fulfill that thing that he has called me to do. Are you here? Who got offended at that? What do you mean y'all have? What you trying to say? Watch this. So that one person can't use it as an excuse to be offended. Forgive me. Does that work? Okay, and see, they still didn't, I ain't forgiving you. Forgive yourself. Forgive, yeah, I'm going to forgive you, okay, when I get good and ready. And I'm not ready. And if you keep talking, I'm going to get up and walk out the service in the middle of this excusitis message. <laughs> They wanted to call. See, they they cussing me out now. I don't want to tell you. They cuss me out in their mind. They, yeah, yeah. But, the, see, but see, they can't say that loud because it is the stuff. See, I'll be saying, man. It's the ex. I'm, a, I'm telling you, I'm a, y'all talking about ghost buster. I'm an excusitis buster. I, see, I, I don't bust people and they lying and I tell them, then they just start laughing. <laughs> Pass out. I, I was just playing. No, you wasn't, man. You said anything else. Then they do, oh, Pastor, I was just playing. I hit me. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 and let me say this. Let me say this seriously. And th- there's possibly, probably, potentially, someone sitting next to you with this disease. Watch this. In its advanced stages. Keep looking at me. Keep looking at me. <laughs> y'all tickle me when y'all do that. <laughs> See, look, some of y'all bust y'all self when y'all look at because y'all be like. <laughs> See, y'all look too hard. See, you got to be cool with the look. You just got to kind of look at me like, you know, kind of look, you know. Just, but when you just stare at me like. <laughs> you give yourself away. I mean, just, just zeroing in on me. Man, look over there. Look, look. It's the look at the sun. No, look. This, look, look. But, but, yeah. Don't give yourself away. Y'all, you get, relax. Tell you nothing. Relax. Listen. If you let us, we can help you with it. So, even though it's at it, it is it's in its advanced stages, we we can help you with it though. Okay. If you let us. Okay. But you gotta let us. So just relax with the looks. Okay. Some of y'all just like. Relax, man. Okay. See, there's a difference in between receiving and like. See, because it scares me. Like, it's not scared, sis, but is he about to move? You know, when people get that, when they about to go a wall on you. 
They get quiet. And they... I mean, they, a few minutes ago, they was off the wall. Didn't they? they stop responding. See, them the ones you need to watch. Look, look at their movement. You keep your eyes on them until you get to a safe place. Do not turn your... You start backing out the room, man. You okay, aren't you, right? Okay. I love you. <laughs> See, you can laugh when you, when you live life free of excuse making. Some of y'all can't even laugh. You, you still grunt. <clears throat> See, you, that... We, some of y'all grunting, see that excuse won't let you let you. <laughs> see, see, you need to get that out. That, that's, that's part of excusitis. And some don't, some just, they don't, they don't even make no sense. See, that, that is, is cause it's, it's, it's done settled in. It's in your bones now. Cause you, when you, mm. see, y'all can't see this. Y'all think I'm being a comic, but I'm looking at it. I said, yeah, that's, she got it. She got it. She got it. <laughs> Let me give you this. <laughs> Watch this. You will find that the more successful the individual, the less inclined he or she, he or she is to make excuses. So the people who are seemingly thriving, those are individuals that you want to kind of give attention to. Why? Because these are people who refuse to make excuses. People who are seemingly going nowhere. Perhaps they are dealing with excusitis. Are you here? And, and listen to this, and maybe you can identify some of these persons with mediocre accomplishments or accomplishments are quick to explain why they have it, why they don't, why they can't, and why they aren't. So people who, with mediocre accomplishments, are quick to explain why they have it. Again, back like the, you asked the person who's you know, supposed to be the first thing they tell you is why they have it. And it, there's this whole list of all type of excuses as to why they have it, why they can't or why they don't. Write this down. Once the victim of this failure disease has selected a good excuse, watch this, they stick with it. People, mostly people with excusitis, they, they got certain Excuses that they stick with. I mean, that's it. Every time. Is it? Sometimes it's people's kids. Sometimes there are kids all up under the bus. Your kids don't why you, you know. Why? Yeah, my, my little, little, little Johnny's sick again. Little Johnny, he's sick again. Again? Yeah, well, he's just sick. Yeah, he's sick again. Is he okay? Now, you take him to the hospital. No, he don't need to go. He'll be all right. But don't. <laughs> You want to get checked out? He'll be okay. But he's still sick. <laughs> Mom.
mama. Then that's another one. Mama gets, yeah, just, yeah I'm just checking on mama. You ain't, don't, I didn't even call your mother. I call your mama, ask her, how you doing? I ain't heard from a pastor. Well, she, huh? Christians. Work. That's another one. The man. See, that used to be number one. The man's way on the bottom now because it we we kept get people kept getting busted. The man. They never could tell us who the man was. What and we'd be like, well, point them out to us. What, what, are they all looking like, Pastor? What, what, how do we know which one it is? Watch this. Excuses are actually done in, consider- in, in consideration of self. You're only trying to protect self. Watch this. What we want others to think of us or an attempt to be in control through manipulation. So whenever we make excuses, we, we, we're trying to portray a certain image. Are you here? Are either trying to manipulate. That's why it's so deceiving. Why not just come out and tell the truth? I mean, I can appreciate you just telling the truth opposed to just making up, making up this elaborate lie only to fool only yourself. And the only person who believes these excuses are the individual. It's only real. So now you have to ask yourself, what, it is, what is it about me that I feel like I got to lie to myself? What is it about me that I got to pay somebody to beat me up? What is it? No, no. What is it about self that I got to pay you to beat me up to get some type of a notice that manipulation? Are y'all here? See, if I can manipulate, then maybe I can get some sympathy and get you to do what is I'm trying to get you to do through manipulation. See, y'all think it's a game, man. This, this, that's, this thing is for real. Are you here? The more you choose to make excuses, the more you become open to failure in life. So the more you choose to make excuses, the more you become open to failure in life. Successful people have overcome this bad habit. Unsuccessful people are full of excuses, and the habits put them, watch this, permanently in a defenseless stand of powerlessness. So every time you make an excuse, you lose your power. You lose power. Why? Because this thing has a hold on me. Are you here? Something to think about. And I'll close with this one. They come in various forms and shapes. So I want to give you some things you need to be listening for. Notice excuses, excuses comes in various forms, various forms and shapes. I'm not feeling well. My back won't let me. I don't have an education. 
I'm black. I'm white. I'm tall. I'm too short. I'm square. I'm round. I'm too old. Who was that that said, mmm? Don't y'all, look, y'all stop telling on yourself, man. Mmm. All the starers and the mmmers. We're going to have a special place for you at the altar today. All the, okay. I have bad luck. Generational curse. And let me tell you again, generational curse is not even in the Bible. The word generational curse. So stop claiming generational curse. There's tendencies and habits that are passed down, but you're not going to find generational curse in the scriptures, guys. So stop using that as an excuse. And why is it it's always the bad stuff that you curse with? How come you not curse? Your granddaddy was a wealthy man. How come you won't curse with wealth? Your granddaddy grandmother had a successful marriage. How come you not curse with a healthy marriage? Why does it always got to be the, the bad stuff? See, we just use things as an excuse. Granddaddy couldn't even, he didn't have any lips. How could he be a drinker? He wasn't even a drinker. The man didn't have a mouth. So how did you get that from your granddaddy? I don't know how. <laughs> Another excuse, I don't have enough time. And this is probably number one, I don't have the money. Just admit that perhaps you have excusitis. Just admit, perhaps, and, and listen, people think lazy just like, like the person is trifling. That doesn't necessarily mean that the person is trifling. It's, it just means that they have no get up and go. They just, they, they live a life of excuse making. That doesn't mean that they're not good people. So when you hear lazy, don't always think bad person. Just think no action. Excuse maker. And really at the end of the day, it boils down to being lazy, refusing to take responsibility for my ability. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.